Bryant, no plans to concede, insiders say, his false claims about voter fraud and the new legal challenges asking the Supreme Court to intervene in Pennsylvania. And the growing number of Republicans breaking away, calling the president's claims dangerous. Counting the mail-in vote, why it's taking so long and why some states couldn't even start counting certain ballots until today. Another stunning coronavirus record, more than 120,000 cases in the U.S. for the second day in a row. The new CDC report, how much masks and stay-at-home orders have reduced the spread. The new warning ahead of the holidays. And Al Roker revealing his prostate cancer diagnosis, how doctors discovered without symptoms, Al's message to viewers tonight and his fight ahead. This is NBC Nightly News, Decision 2020. Here is Lester Holt. Good evening, everyone. The Joe Biden campaign is literally setting the stage for victory tonight after the former vice president overtook Donald Trump's lead in Pennsylvania today. That, of course, the biggest prize still left on the board with its 20 electoral votes. Biden leading the president in three other key states right now as workers in where erect the platform he could address supporters pending a call in the presidential contest. But the Trump campaign not ready to throw in the towel as it looks for a potential path to victory through the courts. We have it all covered. Let's begin with our political director and moderator of Meet the Press, Chuck Todd. And Chuck, those Pennsylvania numbers are still very tight. They're very tight. And I'll tell you, I, you know, Pennsylvania um, might be a while. I'm not going to sit here and, and make any predictions about when we're going to feel comfortable about getting, uh, being able to characterize this race. And I'll tell you the situation. Um, the vote-by-mail numbers, as they've come in, they have favored uh, Joe Biden, and his lead has expanded, but it's been expanding slowly. The real issue are provisional ballots. So provisional ballots are, of course, if, if people in Pennsylvania, you may have requested a mail-in ballot, you may have gotten it, but you said, you know what, I, I'm going on Election Day. And if you didn't bring your ballot with you to trade it in to vote, well, then you fill out a provisional. Most of the time in elections past, provisional ballots have leaned Democratic. We are finding so far that is not the case. President Trump has certainly done pretty well in these provisional ballots. The bottom line, there's plenty of ballots to count still. It's still Joe Biden's. Um, it still looks like it's going, it's leaning towards Joe Biden. We're in that 90% certainty race, but we're not at 99.5. That's the same situation in Nevada. The numbers out of Clark County keep uh, expanding Joe Biden's lead. But again, it's a provisional ballot situation from same day voters in Nevada that might be breaking towards Trump. We have to figure that out. Doesn't mean he'll catch Joe Biden in any of these vote counts. Just means we're at not at 99.5% certainty. Maybe you'll see her Saturday. Uh, maybe you will. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yes. In all days, you heard Biden's lead has been building in Pennsylvania. Although the situation there has been complicated and counting ballots could take days, as Chuck just alluded, NBC's Stephanie Goss has more from Philadelphia. The overwhelming majority of mail-in ballots has been counted, according to state officials, but tens of thousands still remain. In Allegheny County, home to Pittsburgh, poll workers had to wait until 5 p.m. today to start tallying a group of 29,000 ballots. The delay part of a legal settlement after the county had a printing error in the lead-up to the election. Up until now, the mail-in votes have been breaking Biden's way by nearly 80 percent, to President Trump's 20%. But those aren't the only votes outstanding. There are more than 80,000 provisional ballots, and it's less clear which candidate will win the majority of those. Meanwhile, the state sits in limbo. Leaders from both parties are pushing back on any allegations of fraud. I saw the president's speech last night, and uh, it was very hard to watch. Uh, the president's allegations of large-scale fraud and theft of the election are 
just not substantiated. Officials in Philadelphia are pleading for patience and calm. Law enforcement in the city has been on high alert with the National Guard on the streets. The police announcing today that two men from Virginia were arrested on gun charges after being found in their car with multiple weapons, including a semi-automatic AR style Slowing the counting process down right now is an unusually high number of those provisional ballots. They're tricky to count, and it could take a while, but we just don't know how long, Lefter. All right, Stephanie Goss tonight, thank you. And with Joe Biden holding those slim leads in several undecided battlegrounds, he's preparing to give a primetime speech if he prevails. Kristen Welker is following the Biden campaign in Delaware. Tonight, with the race still too close to call, Joe Biden is watching the results at home. Campaign aides tell NBC News Biden is considering a primetime speech to the nation if he prevails. Kamala Harris would be by his side. One advisor noting Biden's two failed White House runs said he's been waiting 32 years for this moment. What's another few hours? Campaign officials confident they'll grow their slim lead in Pennsylvania. And they say it's guaranteed to put Biden over 270 electoral votes. Though President Trump has launched legal challenges, including alleging Republican observers have not been given adequate access to vote counting in Philadelphia. But Philadelphia's Democratic mayor declared the race is over, even though the counting goes on. You know, I think what the president needs to do is, frankly, put his big boy pants on. He needs to acknowledge the fact that he lost, and he needs to congratulate the winner. Biden's team is also striking a defiant note with the president signaling he might not concede if the race is called now. A Biden spokesperson saying, quote, the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House, though Biden himself is expected to talk about healing a fractured nation when he speaks, a theme he hit on throughout his campaign and earlier this week. There will be no blue states and red states when we win, just the United States of America. Meanwhile, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi weighing in, saying despite the undecided race and narrow vote margins in many battlegrounds, she believes Joe Biden would have a mandate if he wins. We're very proud of to be part of that mandate. Very proud of that. Now, this is still such a tight race, but Biden is hoping he can reach those 270 electoral votes needed so that he can address the nation from the stage behind me. All right, Kristen, thanks very much. As you know, the race is not over, and President Trump, as we heard, no plans to concede, according to sources, if Biden is declared the winner, as his campaign pushes unsubstantiated claims of fraud in this election. Allie Jackson now with late details from the White House. Publicly, defiance from Team Trump tonight, but privately, a grim acknowledgement of the reality, a race slipping from the president's grasp. The Trump campaign still pushing forward with baseless claims of fraud, despite no evidence it's widespread, looking for legal victories. Now, President Trump tweeting late tonight, Joe Biden should not wrongfully claim the office of the president, Biden's not doing that, and added, I could make that claim also. He cannot. He doesn't have the electoral votes now. That tweet coming after a more subdued statement in which the president said, this is no longer about any single election. This is about the integrity of our entire election process. It's an election process the president himself is working to undermine with his remarks at the White House last night, insisting incorrectly the race is his. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. A speech so filled with false claims, networks had to cut in. We're interrupting this because what the President of the United States is saying, in large part, 
is absolutely untrue. The president's perhaps temporary tone change seems aimed at some GOP lawmakers not pleased with how the president's been handling things. It's his right to do it. It's his right to pursue legal action. But show us the evidence. We, we heard nothing today about any evidence. Top Republican Mitch McConnell sidestepping direct questions about those unsubstantiated allegations. You're going to have contests. You're going to have court decisions. That's how we solve these kinds of disputes in this country. Trump campaign sources say staffers feel deflated tonight with frustration over what some see as long-shot legal fights, seven active lawsuits in two states, and a disorganized strategy. The president today tuning into TV as results rolled in. Multiple sources close to the White House telling NBC News even if the race is called for Joe Biden, the president has no plans to immediately concede. He intends to. Keep in mind, there's no legal requirement that... Rarely hesitated to break with tradition before. Lester. Allie Jackson, thanks very much. Let's talk now about this legal issue, the legal front, if you will. Pennsylvania Republicans are now asking the U.S. Supreme Court to stop the counting of some votes there. We want to bring in NBC's Pete Williams. What's this challenge all about? Lester, it involves the mail ballots that came in between Tuesday night and tonight under that extended deadline ordered by Pennsylvania State Court. The because of pending lawsuits over the deadline, now the Republicans are at the Supreme Court to order her to tell them that again, and this time to order that they can't be counted for now either in case the courts decide later that they're invalid. And in two state lawsuits in Pennsylvania, Republicans are suing to stop the state from counting any provisional ballots that were cast to let voters fix mistakes in filling out their mail ballots. But even if all these Republican efforts succeed, it would likely not affect enough votes to take away Biden's lead in Pennsylvania. All right, Pete, thanks for breaking it down. Also very much in play tonight, the race in Georgia, which could not be any close. Officials indicating a recount there is likely. NBC's Blaine Andrew is there. Blaine, it may be a while before we know the winner in Georgia. Well, that's right, Lester. Georgia's Secretary of State said today that we are almost certainly going to a recount here in the state of Georgia. The margin is beyond razor thin. Right now, Joe Biden has a lead of just 0.1%, so there are only about 4,000 votes separating him from President Trump. Now, the fact that Biden is actually leading here in the state of Georgia is a remarkable shift for a state that has gone red in every single presidential election for nearly 30 years. But with some 14,000 provisional ballots still left to be tallied, it's still anyone's race. All told, Lester, we may not know who won the state of Georgia until sometime around Thanksgiving. Lester. All right, Blaine, thanks very much. In Nevada, Biden has increased his lead, but there are a lot of votes still to be counted. NBC's Jolene Kent is in Las Vegas. Joe, where do things stand right now? Lester, the Clark County Registrar tells us there's no need for speed here. The focus is on accuracy. There are still 63,000 mail-in votes to be counted, along with 60,000 provisional ballots. Regarding those allegations by the Nevada GOP saying thousands cast illegal votes from out of the Clark County Registrar responding today, telling us there is a sizable military population here that votes from out the state, which is legal. As for when we'll get results, the Clark County Registrar says they hope to finish the mail-in ballots by Sunday, but no word yet on when those critical provisional ballots will be done. Lester. Jolene Kent in Las Vegas, thank you very much. In Arizona, Biden maintains his edge over the president, although the margin has tightened slightly. NBC's Gotti Schwartz is in Phoenix. Gotti, what's the latest from there? 
And Lester, the race out here continues to tighten with President Trump gaining on Joe Biden's 39,000 vote lead, but there are still over 200,000 votes left to count. Meanwhile, at this protest in front of Maricopa Election Center, this crowd supporting President Trump has been chanting, count every vote, and also chanting recounts, even though this tally isn't over yet. And many people calling this election a sham, but there's been no proof of voter fraud. And tonight, late word that it looks like Maricopa County won't have the rest of the ballots counted until sometime this weekend. Another county here in Arizona says their ballots won't be ready until next week. Lester? Gotti Schwartz, thank you very much. As the election drama plays out, the U.S. is hitting coronavirus records. Over 120,000 new cases for the second day in a row. And with the holidays approaching, officials have a new warning tonight about indoor gatherings. Here's Miguel Almaguer. As new COVID cases skyrocket well beyond the 100,000 mark for a third straight day, hospitalizations in New Mexico are up 260%. Nurse Kelly Souza has comforted her patients as they slip away in isolation. He had a huge family and none of them were able to be here. With nearly every region breaking records for infections and fatalities, the most dire surge in cases may be yet to come. A new CDC report released today says restrictions like mass mandates and curfews have led to a reduction in transmission, but many refuse to follow the guidelines. As the holidays approach, officials warn extended families to limit or cancel indoor gatherings, where a simple sneeze can quickly spread the virus at the dinner table, hanging like a cloud for hours. The particles are enough to get someone sick in under 15 minutes of exposure. People are going to have to make a choice of where they fit in the risk-benefit ratio of having someone come in maybe from out of town who's been through a crowded airport to come into a home. With Texas poised to hit one million infections, the U.S. Air Force is now sending in help. In a matter of minutes, my life changed. Juan Jose Martinez lost his mother to COVID in August. Now the 19-year-old is the sole caregiver for his four siblings. A reminder, when the virus is gone, the heartbreak remains. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News. In just 60 seconds, why is it taking so long for some states to count those mail-in votes? We've got a reality check coming up for you next. These are real people, not actors, who've got their eczema under control. With less eczema, you can show more skin. So roll up the lead.
I think that's how elections should be run. The strength of the integrity of this vote is really unparalleled. And we are dedicated to making sure the work is done. Because elections are conducted by 50 individual states, it's very difficult to engage in widespread fraud. Former Republican Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff. It is completely unfounded and inappropriate for a president to make unsupported false claims about fraud, which do nothing more than undermine confidence in our country and in our democracy and our Constitution. Also tonight, the Postal Service says it discovered hundreds of undelivered ballots in the Carolinas and Pennsylvania and delivered them after Election Day, but says there are too few to really affect the results. Lester? All right, Tom, thank you. Coming up, our own Al Roker reveals a very personal challenge and has an important message.